We on. So before we get started, I want to play something for the folks because we've been out of here for a little bit and there was something that we wanted to do. So we're going to get our opportunity to um, pay homage to the great Nipsey Hussle. Three weeks. It's the final act of love. My heart hears you. I feel you everywhere. I'm so grateful that I had you. I love you beyond this earth. And until we meet again, the marathon continues. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, D- DJ Artistic. Coming straight off the slump. A crazy motherfucker named Nipsey. I'm turned up because I grew up in the city. I'm prolific, so gifted. I'm the type that's gon' go get it. No kidding. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Throw me your hands in the air. Didn't wave them like it just don't care. If you were blood over crip on that gangbang shit. Hey! I don't even bang. <laughs> we know. I don't even bang. We know. But when he used to play this, I used to think I bang. Would you rather be the victim or the suspect? Hey. All right, all right. I like women. I was waiting for it to come. Like I know there's about to be something that's about to change this whole mood. We on. We on. This has been a good day. Today was a good day. It was a good day. I feel like everybody is in here trying to find their energy. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's just trying to find their energy. It's been three weeks since we've last recorded. You know what I mean? So, you know. Wait, we not going to do an intro song? No, it's just the intro. Oh, you're not going to do grown folks business? I thought that's what you were going to do. You're right. Cue the intro. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's just Chris Starr. Big Mouth Seat. It's your boy, Normal Ass Coral. With Grown Folks Business. Grown Folks Business. Like your mama used to tell you, stay out of grown folks business. I mean, I'm grown. Grown too. Shit, we all grow. Welcome, Welcome to, to Grown, grown Folks, Folks Business. business. <laughs> <laughs> he must have saw me preparing to say something. That's I was, I was waiting too. I was like legit waiting. He was like, yo, listen, I'll do it. Still I'm going to do it when I feel like doing it, which is crazy because, you know, C's like to make his own rules. Oh As God. always, Welcome to Grown Folks Business. You gonna steal my life? I want if one of your humble host, Mr. Normal Ass Carl, to my right, I got... Why do you consider yourself to be humble? I am humble. <laughs> like, what you about you engineer. makes you humble? I think that I put others first. That makes me humble. Hmm. In my mind. Okay. Vocab by Cease. Can you read the definition of humble? I know I, you pulled it up. I could probably look it up. Uh, introduce yourself and I'll get to that. All right. Well, you got Just Chris Starr here. And Big Mouth Cease. Yeah. And together we form... Grown Folks. Oh, you can do it. You got it. I yeah. Th- I thought it was going to be a team effort. No, 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 no. it was a layup. Grown no, folks I mean, business. No, an assist. And oh, it, where can they find this at? As always, you can find us at Grown Folks Business, and that's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. And you can get your merch at www.grownfolksbusiness.bigcartel.com. Get your meals at at Marquis or at Marquis Meals to Go uh, on Instagram, MarquisMillsToGo.com forward slash GFBiz. Fifteen percent off is now the new code GFB fifteen. So I looked it up, humble ass Carl, and apparently <laughs> the definition of humble is having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. And what did I just say? That I always put others first. I don't think that's the same thing. It which, is. Which others are you talking about? Anybody. Oh, that was an accident. Well, damn, <laughs> but appropriate. Uh, damn, he put others first? Where they at, though? Yeah. Was, Expeditiously, huh? 
<laughs> man, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened in, in the world, man, over the, the last past few weeks. But anyway. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into it then. What do you want to talk about? Well, anyway, wait. How y'all been, man? It's been three weeks. Let's Star, you got a birthday coming up. I do. You have big I plans. Do. You always have big plans. I actually don't. This is the second year in a row. I haven't even thought much about it. Yeah, right. What'd you do last year? I think I went to dinner with my family. Oh, okay. You probably don't have that. The year before it was Miami. The year before it was Vegas. Um, so when's the next big bash for you? 35? I don't know. Maybe 40? next year. I don't know. I just have to actually sit down and plan it. Would because... you like be opposed to like doing something dope like for your birthday every year? Like For example, at Echo Sparks likes to take photos for no, every I'm, birthday I'm for her. I'm definitely not opposed to that. Wait a minute. Like on her phone, or, or like, she gets no, a photographer. No, she, she gets, talked like, about that when she was here. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. If she just had a birthday, happy belated birthday, Echo Sparks. Just took a new little photo that you know. Why well, gotta be little? But then what? Did, what does she do? Does she put it in a card and send it to people? Nah, she put it in Instagram and get likes. <laughs> 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 That's the new wave now. Well, but then why do you need somebody professionally to do that? Why don't you just take it on your phone? I don't know. You asking me? I don't know what, what what she wants to do. Maybe make her feel good. She's from a different time, a different era. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a different era. She's from a different time, man. So you know that's how she living her best life. Yeah. So, Cease, what about you? How you been, man? I'm good. I'm ready to go on vacation, but I don't know if I'm actually going to make it. Wait, are you just still trying to go to Philly? Why are you no, not going to make it? No, I, I I'm going to Cuba, and I was gonna go to Philly the weekend when I came back from um Cuba. But now I got to worry about not even being able to go to Cuba. Oh, because all the stuff that was happening with Donald Trump? Yeah, the travel bans. Yeah. And they said those might take effect May 2nd. I'm supposed to leave. I leave to Miami on May 17th, and mm-hmm. then I'm supposed to be in Cuba uh, May May 20th. Oh, boy. He's really been messing some stuff up. Listen. Oh, shout out to uh, Tiger Woods, too. You know, a few weeks back, he went out there and won the Masters. That had me thinking because a lot of people was giving him grief because uh, he's cool with Donald Trump. Yeah, that was interesting. And then okay, so um And his thing was he played, you know, golf with Trump and, and Obama when they were both in office. Yeah, he made a comment about that. That was pretty slick. Yeah. But um, then I was like, So what are you trying to say about Obama? Because to me that you trying to equalize them and not just be like, <laughs> I play with every president. You're like so this, but I play with Obama. Th- this brings up a good point. And this isn't like questions by Caesar or anything, but I just kinda wanna throw this out there to get your guys' opinion. It can be a short opinion so that we can get into the episode. But how do you guys feel about cause we just uh played some clips from Lauren London who um, was a longtime partner of the late great deceased Nipsey Hussle, um, and then we talked about Tiger Woods, right? Mm-hmm. So, what do those two gentlemen have in common? Well, black. What else? One very distinctive thing that I've been noticing here in abundance lately. They're mixed black. Okay, okay, they they light skin, but what else? You're not you're not you're not following me. No, is the fact that Nipsey Hussle passed away. And then we saw a lot of people coming out of the woodwork saying how much of a fan they were of Nipsey Hussle. Correct? Okay. I Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then with Tiger Woods, I know a lot of... <laughs> I was clowning Tiger. Both when he got beat people up by his wife. Away. And then when he got the DUI, they showed it on TV. Like, I was clowning <laughs> so Tiger. Petty. You know what I mean? Tiger was her, canceled my, for a minute. But, 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 but listen. Not by us. And I'm going to give you my own perspective, though. But when I heard that he had an opportunity to win the Masters... I was so happy for him. So oh, that's, yeah. does that make does that make me and other people like me fake? In both instances, I just want to know like a quick opinion. What on made it. you happy about it though? That's my question. What's that? What made you happy about it? You know what? I I always think to myself at times if you know, say this podcast takes off, right? Mm-hmm. And well, we, we off. and we become prominent and people know us and we're we're household names. And then say I I get a DUI 
I'm, I'm, you know, I just got off of surgery. I'm taking popping pills and I'm driving my car. I get a DUI and people on, on the internet clowning me. I would hope that I would have an opportunity for redemption. And I felt like in that moment, like Tiger had been through so much stuff. I wouldn't have been surprised if we would have seen the headline like Tiger tried to take his own life because that's a that's a far drop that he made. And the fact that he was able to like just have the wherewithal to to keep at it and to like rise above his circumstance. I was like that that should be inspiring for all men. And then obviously we throw in the caveat of the fact that he's you know, he's half black. Yeah, I, I think everybody loves good come up story. Yeah. Even if you are like, like, I don't watch golf. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, cool. Good for Tiger. And then so like, everybody loves a good come up. And then I'll also tell you, like, I, I feel personally invested in black role models. So it hurts me in a different way when I see the the people that represent us and that can inspire the, the youth to come after us doing stuff where I'm like, that's not admirable. So to see Tiger win that to see them portray him in the way that he did showing the the clip of him hugging his dad and then hugging his son the same way you know almost two decades later that was a good image of a black man that i want to be transmitted and promoted to our community so that's why so then i don't feel like that makes you fake but i also think that it just makes you know you part of that larger culture of people that if it if it if it ain't congratulated look like hey you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. in, in that time period and I still think it was funny when he was walking like no, that. No, the shit was no, no, it was funny. Like when I, I can't. like when he was sitting up in there and he took that photo, I was laughing, but my soul was hurt too. I was like, damn, he ain't gonna get right. You know what I mean? So like a lot of people I knew, they were like, like I won't say who, but a lot of people just like, oh, he's done. You know, and I was like, let me just stick by him. You know what I mean? The hope. And then I went, you know, watching the tournament, I was like, oh, he's got a chance. Like yeah, Saturday, I was like, oh, he's got a chance. Like like before he had even finished, I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch the next two days. So I was like, I'm gonna finish it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I read something the other other day that was like, just because I disagree with your decisions or your actions doesn't make me a hater. And I think that's a a key point that we have to bring up. So then you can have love for, you know, you You can can, have love for Donald Trump then based off of those morals. For some, well, because I I didn't understand the correlation. But, um, (laughs) wait a minute. That that went hand in hand, didn't it? I set you up for that one. My bad. (laughs) It didn't correlate with the the tiger. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. We listened to. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't have smoke for you, but he has smoke for you. <laughs> he always has smoke for me. Never, never, always. Wait a she came up to me yesterday, was saying that you was on your on your stuff. I'm a, I'm a BS. Yeah, always. I was, I was messing with you. What I do? Tell, tell the people what I did. <laughs> you he was being him. Okay. What did, what did she say? Something about uh, you always do something, and she asked you to give an oh, example. Oh yeah. And you couldn't give an example. Oh no no no! She tried to bait me into if I didn't have an example, then it couldn't have been real. And I was like, oh, it's true. You're not about to intimidate me. <laughs> it's true. I see. I see. It's only intimidating I, and, if it's true. And you know what's funny? <laughs> it's only intimidating you know, if it's true. I see you do that to other people, and I'd be like, oh, oh okay, yeah. I see. It's only intimidating if it's true. Listen, that is funny. He said you're not about to. No, I see her do that. I know, but that's funny. I'm not saying I wish you had an example. That That was funny. I wish you had an example. But my question is, is how do you guys feel about like, like now? I think we're wait, wait. You're asking a question. Still along the lines of Tiger Woods and 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 white. We gonna get some brings or what? No, listen, because I was wondering what he was doing. I'm, at, I'm 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 transitioning. Y'all was gonna continue to ch- uh, trash talk each other. No, go ahead. We're listening. <laughs> There's none. <laughs> you just pressed the soundboard with so much authority and got zero. Responses. All right, man. Ask your question. Um, how do we feel about like now non-traditional black sports being like more popular now? I think like tennis, golf. There's a lot more people. I see a lot more athletes. 
you know, playing sports like golf in the off seasons. Uh, Steph Curry is pretty good in golf. J.R. Smith is pretty good in golf. There's a wide. My dad is good in golf. See, and I, and and I wonder. And he why, just picked up a club in the last year. Why? Why is that though? Why, why, why is he do, good? Why do you no? He's why, all American. <laughs> why is he good? I was saying, why? Why do you think it's not something that that's pushed? You know what I mean? Like traditionally, sports that we wouldn't play. Well, I mean, I think it's just we we go for the sports that you have a better opportunity of like getting scholarships for getting picked up in the pros uh, by, even though it's not like actual evidence that that's true. It's like, you know, of more people who you can relate to who made it through basketball, who made it through football star. Yeah. That was a great explanation. Was it? I've never heard that logic. Oh, yeah. thank you. That was dope. And I think also too, cause like golf is expensive, like buying all the clubs and stuff like yeah. that. And then, like, paying for tournaments. But tennis isn't. You know what I mean? And that's why I was sitting here like, why don't we play those traditional, you know, those. No, no, no. Tennis itself isn't. But tennis lessons are. Tennis camp is expensive. And chances are. They don't have low income. And then you would have to, like, leave your. Yeah, leave your neighborhood and go somewhere else and pay for parking. And what. (laughs) <laughs> parking be expensive. That's enough right there. Oh, I don't even care yeah. about the price of the camp. I'm not paying for parking. Not here. Oh, okay, so I didn't want this to, to go on too long. About no, Tiger. Okay, we're just warming up. Okay, so I, I got a, I got a few things. All right, I got questions by Cease. I have in the news. Um, I have. Well, I have a story by Cease. Oh Lord, we love story time. Let's with do and, questions and then, by. And then, I, and then I have I see Cecil. I know you don't have social media, but. Let's do CC. You don't have social media. Okay. So somebody sent me this. And this is really funny. So it's a little lengthy. So just bear with me. Oh, yeah. We, so, like, the, we like the length. So mm-hmm. wait a minute. <laughs> wait ah, a minute. There you go. Had to get you something. <laughs> oh. All right. So it, it, this is just something somebody wrote on Facebook, I think. So Emma is getting married in June. Emma's bachelorette party is at the beginning of May in Las Vegas. We'll be there a total of six days. Oh, they're yeah. not going to make it. There's 17 people going, oh. all six of her bridesmaids, and the rest are other close friends. They all men or just all women? Doesn't say. So I'm going to keep reading. Taylor, you got to remember this name, wasn't originally invited to the wedding. Ooh. We are, we're all pleasant with each other. We were all pleasant with each other in college, but never really friends. Taylor contacted Emma in January and asked why she hadn't received her invitation. So I'm going to pause right there. If you feel like you're supposed to be invited to somebody's wedding, are you going to ask them, like, yo, what's the deal? Um, <clears throat> Honestly, it does depend. Like, if I feel like I for real should have been invited, my question is going to be more like, hey, if you didn't invite me, it's cool. I just want to make sure I didn't miss the invitation. Wait, wait. Gotcha. Based off of what okay, you wait, 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 so, no, no, no. Let's, let's just keep going. Let's just, wait, wait, you're no, going to no. get a chance. You're are they, chance. Are they friends? You said they're not close friends? And so that's why I said you All have right. to let me keep reading. Uh, Taylor contacted Emma. Taylor contacted Emma in January and asked why she hadn't received her invitation. When Emma explained she wasn't invited, Taylor lost it and started a smear campaign against Emma, saying how she betrayed the bond of sorority sisters. This is where it gets good. This was also weird because Taylor wasn't even in the same sorority as Emma or any of the other girls. Side note, we all graduated college. And I'm pretty sure. Hold on. (laughs) Side note, but this girl breaks it down great. Side note, we all graduated college, and I'm pretty sure none of us still take sorority stuff this personal. Well, except for Taylor. Mm. Whatever. Emma caved and extended an invitation. About a month ago, Taylor threw another fit because she wasn't invited to the bachelorette party. There was a big debate in our group chat, and we ultimately decided, what the hell? What's the worst that could happen? And gave her the details and invited her. Well, Taylor has emailed all of us this list of rules for Vegas, 
Please enjoy this ridiculousness. My fave is definitely the second half of number six, asking one of the girls who has ADHD not to bring her methamphetamines, in quotes, a.k.a. her prescribed Adderall. Oh, my God. She's going to be a great mother. And look, I like this girl already because for sake of anonymity, the names have been changed. Okay, so this is the email from Taylor. Hi, or, well, yeah, this is the email. Hi, all. I'm really excited for our upcoming trip to Vegas. I think it'll be such a good time. And this we'll fi- is the person who wasn't invited. Yeah, I think it'll be such a good time, <laughs> and we'll all finally get the bond. I know Vegas is known as Sin City, but despite this, I still have to uphold the moral code our father inscribed in my heart. Dog, if you, if you the more you read this, this is the girl that calls the police when you have a barbecue. Like, they're not supposed to be here. The city ordinance said. I, I, I'm, I'm rolling. Barbecue, I'm rolling. Betty. Listen, listen, listen. City ordinance. I'm going to go back because this was definitely my favorite line. I know Vegas is known as Sin City, but despite this, I still have to uphold the moral code our father in capital letters. It was our... Our Father, who, the, the Lord, the Lord. Oh, okay. See, look. Okay, this is where it gets good. Um, I know Vegas is known as Sin City, but despite this, I still have to uphold the moral code our Father inscribed in my heart. Due to this, I have some ground rules that I'd like everyone to follow. Mind you, this isn't her bachelorette, but she's At making. Oh, she was barely invited. B. These will not only help me remain aligned with the church, but also keep all of us out of a lot of trouble. Sunday, the twelfth. Mm-hmm. I found an appropriate church and contacted the oh, pastor. No. Oh, no. <laughs> and they're explaining that we're from out of town, but we'd still like to attend service. Sunday. At Why should you email pastor? Listen, Sunday at 7.15 a.m. We'll be Ubering to church. I can't wait to share God with all of you. Um, I can't wait to share God with all of you. I think it'll be a nice way to cleanse us of our sins from that week. Number two, in the hotel room, no hard liquor. I don't want people getting inebriated and falling from the balcony. Also, as this is my first time being of age and in an environment with prevalent drinking, I don't want to be tempted by these foul drinks. I'm not sure how I'll react to rum or tequila or vodka, and I'd like to test these in more controlled environments. Please stick to the light beers and red wines. Now let's stop. Is that unreasonable? Yeah. Yes. First of all, the fact that she's sending the rule thing right now, I don't even want to hear all that. All right, let's let's keep going. Let's keep. Wait, just simply put, we're not going to play Jay Z between four thirty and five p.m. on the way there. Well, Jigga is night music. If you not, if you don't know what you can handle, just don't drink it. That don't have nothing to do with it being in the room. Okay, okay. About to tell me what time we going to church in Vegas? Listen, wait. Let me finish. Number three. There will be no sex taking place in our <laughs> hotel room or anywhere else in the suite, as none of us have committed ourselves to husbands yet. There's no need to have premarital sex. Is that bad advice? We on air. Live your best life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'll keep going. We on air. Number four. Please don't invite random men back to the suite. I do not need. I do not see a need for them to be there. Or know where we are staying. I don't want to be robbed. For somebody who's never been of age in a place like Vegas, you guys are saying that this is out of out of order. She's just gonna stay, stay her how, ass at how home. Old are, how old are she's they? Be twenty. She just said that she just became the legal drinking age. She's twenty one. Did she say that, or did she say she hasn't been in a place like that since she's been of legal drinking age? All right, you're no, right. I'm asking. No, you're right. I'm you're asking. Right. You're right, but I'm just gonna call so, her. But young. she's still young. Yeah. Um. Pull your mic up. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, yeah, I, I just, it's, my thing is, like, don't impose how you feel on other people. All right, let like, me, let's keep going. Like, 
<laughs> this is a good one too. Please Venmo me fifty dollars each. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I knew I wasn't gonna get past that when I left. Oh. Please Venmo me fifty dollars each, as I will be buying groceries for the hotel room. The last thing we need is to be famished in the desert. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I like her. I'm not mad at some of her planning hey, skills. I would go to Vegas with her. If she, yeah, but she got to do all that shit on her own. Like you're not gonna have to tell me we about to. I want to know what's on the itinerary. Does that talk about that? Like, let's keep going. Number right. six. Absolutely under no circumstances. What's she gonna say? Under no circumstances. After she's already mentioned sex and alcohol, what is she gonna say? Nobody's. No nobody's. Wait. Say it again. No weed. What'd you say? Nothing. Go ahead. No drugs. Okay. I, I'm rolling. That makes sense. Half of you currently. So this is where she she won me over, and this is maybe why I feel like this, and you guys don't. So just. Absolutely under no circumstances, no drugs. Half of you currently work in positions that require you to have security clearances, and I do not want you to be tempted by these substances. Drugs bring nothing but problems. Blank. Please leave your Adderall at home. I understand you have a medical condition, but as we will not be studying, there's no need for you to take methamphetamines. I think that is all for now, but I am sure more will come up as the time draws closer. Can't wait to see you all. Respectfully and with courteous passion, blank. I don't know if I could do that. I can't. I can't travel with her. Yeah. You're not rolling? No, nah, I'm not rolling with that. You don't feel like you need responsible Cease, friends? Cease, so what spot is she going to go to? Whoa, 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 whoa. It's Big Mouth Cease. <laughs> hey there, buddy. You're disrespectful. Hey there. You've been listening to them damn rules too much. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. Rule one. No, because for you me, say like, my name. We, you know, I've, I've done a lot of group travel in, in my day. And um, my my biggest thing is, First of all, you only invite people who you know can conduct themselves in a fairly respectful manner. So there's never been a need for anybody to be like, all right, y'all, here are the rules. And we have a general understanding like you what? Star. Yes. Didn't you tell us that y'all have pre-conversations? I remember this because yeah, we the do. way Carl reacted. Yeah. So what's the difference? The difference is I know how to intervene or whether or not to intervene. Mm. Like, it's just like, okay, what what kind of night are you having? All right, cool. Live your best life. Um, and then if we don't have conversations, the rule is that you just gonna come home with us. It don't matter. Okay. Gotcha. So yeah, but everybody is responsible enough to be like, we're, we're good. Mm. You're not going to go home with somebody who crazy okay. or who has a, a features of being real crazy. See, so I just want to know you, you're in support of this young lady. Where the hell is she going? Not to be able to do any of those things on that list. Wait, what? Vegas is full of sex, alcohol. You listen, can have a great time without listen, any of those things. I have, on the strip, you know, I have you, you know what she's trying to do. She's setting her friends up for the long game. Since we were talking, isn't that a thing in golf? The long game. Here we go. <laughs> isn't that a thing? <laughs> no, it's not. Here, let's go. Wait, isn't there a short game? There is a short game. Doesn't mean there's a long game. <laughs> All right, man. I'm just an expert. Um, she's setting her friends up for the long run. Then I thought I was making a correlation because a lot of dudes, like you, we, we've talked about this. We we judge girls on their past and vice versa. So basically, she she made a great point. She's like, I'm trying to get y'all ready for y'all husbands. I think you took it much deeper than yeah, she was thinking. She, she wouldn't even think about that. She didn't think her friends. She like not think about that. She's not, pe- wait, wait, telling people. telling people not to get. She never said we couldn't drink alcohol. She said just don't get too drunk. She never said we can't go out and meet guys. She said just don't be bringing them back to the room. She said no drugs because y'all work for the government. 
Mm-hmm. Y'all got clearances. So, so again, so if she's so within those three things, if she said two other ones that were kind of like, all right, you're she's just the prude friend, but she's not. I'm rolling. I feel like she she knows this group. I feel like if you, I feel say like, like she's like, telling no. them this for a reason. But you have to also remember that she was she not invited. To the, down. I, I, I she was not she invited. I see why she wasn't invited. She wasn't invited to the, to the wedding. Anyway. And she wasn't invited to the bachelorette party. Listen, but I see which why means she that she's she probably might, not that good of friends with these people. She either. might be the reason that the marriage lasts. I'm just what sure. happens? All right, stays. What the reason why? See, her look, is. and that <laughs> attitude right there. <laughs> Except what was it? Except what did he say <laughs> in the Hangover? He said herpes. It's, yeah, that, that shit comes, comes back. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, all right, can we do one more? Cease. Um, I know you don't have social media, but uh, let's do some. Let's do some shotgun questions real quick. You sure? Yeah, let's do that. Let's just mix it up. We're gonna just keep mixing and give us some breaks. Yo, because Miss Miss Miriam, she's gonna listen to this. She she liked the fact that she's like, man, you guys can talk about a serious topic and get to the joke. So I'm trying to keep on that level right there. That was outside. So this episode, you know, is to cater to that crowd, (laughs) (laughs) the ones that like to mix up. (laughs) Questions by Cease. Um, I've been holding my face real tough during those. I can feel you looking at me too. I know. How often do you guys clean your phone? Mm. Like once every four months. Five stars. If something gets on it, like if it's obviously like, yeah, I didn't peel the orange and touch my phone. That's like a leg wipe. (laughs) No, if like I touch my like if I peel the orange or something sticky on my phone, then I have to wipe it because I'm not touching a sticky phone. But I I clean mine. I clean mine every day with antibacterial stuff. With the with the wipes, like the Clorox wipes. Wow, you be wasting hella Clorox wipes. It's, I don't feel like it's a waste. Because, it's not. It's very cleanly. And, but you know, we always have incidents that uh, we ha- will have things happen to us that will then um, dictate how we do things exactly. the rest of our life. So I stuck my phone up to my face oh, one day, oh. and it was like, oh, when I took oh, it off, and I was like, never again. Oh, never See, again. I don't really talk on the phone like that anymore. What do you do? Like I usually have headphones in oh, well, or me- wireless headphones. So I like my phone barely touches my face. But anymore. think about it. OK, Carl, are you ever at the gym and you just set your phone down somewhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, I don't always set it in my bag. Well, and I feel like Bluetooth headphones make it. So, oh, you put it in your bag or I put it on like it's back like this. But still, I put my face, my phone face down a lot on okay. tables, on surfaces, on benches, on the floor. I don't do face. Down. But I think it's different for me. I, so don't judge me, okay? Too late. I sleep in the bed with my phone. Don't oh, we all? Yeah, I feel like we all do. Okay, that's that's so. That, after that, when I thought about that, I was like, I never want to bring the outside into my bed. Yeah, I put it underneath the pillow. Yeah, okay. So and me too. I don't flip my pillow ever. Well, y'all like the way y'all be putting it, man. Listen, germs is everywhere. The way you be putting them in. No, I said the way y'all be putting it, like you know, like in terms of like, oh, I, this is that. Like germs is everywhere. But wait, wait, hold well, on. if you still need to wash your hands before you eat. Oh yeah, that, that's true. I'm not telling you to like wipe your ass and then be like, all right, it's time to. Unless you eat want these that good chips. E. coli. Okay. But he's done with us. I'm done with that question. I'm gonna eat these chips. I'm done with that question. Um, how do you guys feel about people with raggedy cars? Uh, I got one. But you, <laughs> but you have two. Don't tell me nobody all that. But I, I got. Okay, one. you have three. <laughs> that's funny I, you know what raggedy car keeps me humble okay so no no let me ask you this then that's his word listen, of the episode listen 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 okay you remember the story that you told me about old girl that was in the club and she was acting like she was super bad but she didn't want to leave at the same time as everybody else because her door was missing on the Beamer oh what <laughs> it wasn't the Beamer it was a Sebring <laughs> oh she fancy huh 
Go, a go a head. It was a, it was a Sebring thing. It wasn't missing. It was like. It was jacked up, though. So That's no, that? people's cars will humble them very quickly. <laughs> no, no, no. So Especially in LA where you have to valet everywhere. Yeah. And the girls be leaving Greystone like, eh, eh, I'm bad. And then the car pull up and you just be like, hmm. Listen. Oh. And so, you know, I, I have an older car. Mm-hmm. And so I think about that a lot. Somebody car shamed you? No, 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 no. <laughs> I have an older car and I think about that a lot is that, you know, one of the things that I do spend um, like a, a good m- amount of money on is my clothing. So I'll be out places and, you know, people will garner an opinion about you based upon how you dress. Uh-huh. And I... Yeah, when I first met you, I was like, oh, he got a BMW or something. Okay, so you know what I mean? But then in my mind... That's why Uber is clutch now. I, I'll never forget, right before I moved to San Diego, I read this book by Dave, Dave Ramsey. And he said, you know, if you have the ability to go purchase a new vehicle, until you do, you should pay yourself a car payment every single month because if you were willing to give it to somebody else right yeah Mm -hmm. so when i started doing that like i had a savings like a significant one for the first time easily and i never not want to have that again yeah and so the law you know in my mind i'm like i'm not getting a new car until i have to but then i know i get judged also i'm i'm in the process of um or i'm in the market for a newer car and um that's going to be the hardest part, not having that that excess funds mm-hmm. and not having the ability to save yeah. the way I am. Because hey, I do whatever I want, whenever I want. And it's easy right now, right? Yeah. Because it's just like... Mm-hmm. I got one year left, trust me. As, as a brother that's like... I mean, it seemed cool until you got to pay double car note, you know, two insurances. Why you got to pay double? Oh, because you have two, two. cars. Yeah. Three. Well, at three. One, at three. one point, yeah, three, four cars, triple car notes. And two treat cars. You know, and then you got to do um, every, what's that every year? When your tax, Registration. Yeah, registration, all that stuff. Small man. check, so, all that. Yeah, you be trying to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah, no, I'm getting rid of my other one. I don't have no reason to have two. Free, so Freestyle. Oh, you good? No, I was going to ask a question. I got one in the meantime real quick. Do you guys ever pay attention to... So that meant I couldn't ask my question? <laughs> no, you're going to ask it after this one. Questions by Carl. <laughs> I'll tell you when you go ahead. <laughs> All right. Do you guys ever pay attention to the the people that live in your neighborhood f- to be real, like, pinpoint, like, sex offenders? I, I can't. It'll make me too paranoid. You never, like, looked and seen, like... It'll make me too paranoid. close to you cease? What? Have you ever looked and seen, like, if there's any sex offenders that live close to you? Yeah. When's the last time you did that? Uh, when I moved recently, mm-hmm. why is that important to you? It's not important. You just thought about it, just like I heard somebody talking about it, so I didn't. Oh, okay. I yeah. don't have I don't have children though. That's a good point, but it doesn't. So and in my mind, but my, if you live next door to one, like, and you knew them, like, it wouldn't bother you at all. I probably still won't cuss. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? It would just give me an excuse to bang my music loud. <laughs> why? Because if you come over and knock on my door, I'd be like, listen. <laughs> Listen, because if I take off on him and the police oh, show up, bro, he was he was in his sex offender bag. Yeah, like. <laughs> and so wait, wait, wait. This is that's not even funny. No, it's not. So this brings this I'm brings sorry. this brings me to another question that I was gonna ask. So how do you guys feel about like so if if you have a loved one, right? Uh huh. And something happens to them, and a specific person is the cause. And I guess I'm really asking this to you, Star. Okay. Because you're a Christian woman. Mm-hmm. And one of the main pr- principles of being a Christian is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like when stuff happens to us personally, we don't be ready to forgive. I think you, it. So forgiveness is a, a tricky topic because people think that forgiveness 
Well, I, I've never thought of forgiveness as um, equal to forgetting. Oh, wait, can I throw something else on there? Please. Do you be playing church? Like at home? No. Like. Like, am I a for real Christian? Or do, or do I you, to, do do you I be playing church? church? Um, That's a good question. Um, Somebody said that. To me? No, no, no. To me. Oh, that you play church? No, about you. Oh, that's interesting. And not like that they feel like you just, but it's like one of those things where it's like, you know. Well, basically how, what I feel is, is like, I feel like you, no, nah, I didn't say it. No, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you exactly. Mm-hmm. Because we told a story about a young man that was a, de- that we would describe as a devout Christian. We, uh-huh. Oh, we did personally. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we have you, who's definitely a Christian woman, very, mm-hmm. very involved. You know the Lord. You know what I mean? Like, you read your Bible, you pray, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I think we would also make a distinction in between the difference between you and that person. Would mm-hmm. you, you agree? Yeah. So then they said, you know, he would probably look at you as if you were playing church, which was interesting because the next person would look at you and be like, oh, might you know, another gentleman might look at you and be like, I like Crystal, but, you know, her religion might be, you know, the what she probably, yeah, it, it might be too stringent. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's interesting. Um, So funny you should say that. Um, I got a message from one of my friends who I went to grad school with, uh, who actually came down and worked with us um, in a different building for a long time. That and was the message. Thank you. Um, And we were talking and one of the things he said is that one of my favorite things about you, and this is him writing to me, one of my favorite things about you is that you're a believer, but you're not preachy in your Mm. faith and that you're just a real person and that you live your life in a manner that serves God. Mm. Like people know that literally people know that you're Christian because of the love that you give to people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, am, am I the most preachy person? No. Um, my morals and my principles and my values. I have opinions about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean that's how I live my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like life is life. And no matter what, everybody's going to make their decisions and everybody's going to live their best life. And it's not my job to, <laughs> to, um, or I don't feel like it's my job to really tell people, well, you know, you shouldn't, you know, you should, because people know mm-hmm. whenever we're trifling, we know going into whatever we're doing that is trifling. Oh, yeah. You don't need somebody. Girl, now, you know, you you don't need that. You already know. I'm rolling. So um, I don't I don't play church, but I can definitely see how some people would be like, oh, she not real. Mm. But I can also see how some people be like, oh, she's she's too much for me. Yeah. She's- I don't think we all play church, though. Are you talking about? I feel like it's easier for you to say that. I feel like it's easy for anyone <laughs> to sit up here and, and cast judgment on what somebody's, you know, belief systems are or whatever. It's like none of us are perfect. You Carl, know what I mean? Carl, can, can hey, I, I don't try I to be. Something? Well, say that. But you're caping. For? Because, like, that's, again, that's easier for you to say. No, but what is church then? That's what I When know. people say play in church, they mean, in, in this in this situation, they mean you act like you're Christian, but you live your life in a different way. So you're playing. Yeah, what I'm saying, like I mean, again, like 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 I said, like, I feel like like these are just people's assumptions that they put on, like what a Christian, what a good and, Christian. And here's my to thing: have. I don't feel, I I really don't feel confined by my Christianity, mm-hmm. which a lot of people cannot say. There are people who feel like, oh, I have to be this way, I have to live in a box. Like for me, like the Bible literally says, there's no condemnation. <laughs> like like you you're literally 
Gotti. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's time for trivia. Um, no, but it's it's like you know there. I I don't feel confined by my religion. I don't feel like I can't live my best life because I'm Christian. Mm. And maybe I am doing it wrong, you know. But that'll be between me and God when I get there. Amen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna flip the script because all the way flip. We have conversations sometimes about. Or you, I feel like you guys place judgment on me because I always bring up like the topic of homosexuality and how you know people might view me and so one of the conversations that i was having with somebody after hearing the conversation that we were having on that uh exact topic they were like well cecil what would you i did it to myself um what would you it's big mouth cease it's big mouth cease um (laughs) what would you do if you had a son and he was homosexual and i'm you know first thing that comes out of my mouth is like love him and then somebody sent me something when they heard or after the conversation and they were like, I feel like this would be you. So I'm going to just play this because I thought that this was pretty entertaining, right? Here we go. Hey, Mo, I'd be damned if I have a gay son and have to take him to pride. And this nigga don't show up. I don't give a fuck if you gave him what you got on. We going shopping. Nigga got on regular colors. <laughs> Why? We ain't at this parade to dress regular. Nigga, you better put on some rainbow. You ain't about to be half gay in my house. You about to be all the way gay. We about to be gay gay. It's about to be a gay marathon. We are out here. Whatever we do in this family, we take it to the next level. So you about to be gay times 10. You hear me? This Nigga, we so get to the parade. Cool. I better see... I better see death drops and all that. <laughs> Show out, wrap the set, put on. Go I'm not going to be a father of a gay son and he ain't out here doing that motherfucker. Now I'm embarrassed because my son ain't gay enough. Nah, we don't. <laughs> Who is that? It don't matter. Oh my gosh. It don't matter. You know what that had me thinking of? Someone told me, and I didn't know this, but Dwayne Wade's son is gay. Yeah, I, I told just, you that. Did you? Yeah. No, I not, think it was Crystal. No, I told I, no, you that. I, that nah, wouldn't have came I up think with it me. Was you. Wait. That wouldn't have came up with me. Did I, you know that? I knew it after I saw all these articles about I definitely Gabrielle Union talking having to explain why she supported. Wait, wait, the, can we pause real quick? Why do people like take looks? I, I just thought about it after he said it and it worked too. He was like, Oh, I was just hyping you up, but why do people take ownership of like, no, nah, I told you that? <laughs> it's it's that and, and, and that matters. It's yeah. that and then putting people on the music. Yeah. I, oh. You heard it's weird, because me and him argue about that all the time. I am the one that told you I'm about that. Sure. No, we've been we've been good lately. No, I feel hey, we've been I, good. I feel like we've been sharing music and a couple <laughs> of them songs is on my playlist. I just don't say thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I cut you off, Star. No, um, but it was an article about uh Gabrielle Union explaining why she supported Dwayne's son at Pride. And I'm like, is she really doing a whole interview about this? Like, it's 2019. Chill. The gay rollout, man. Chill. I thought he played basketball, too. He can't play basketball and be gay? The other son. Yeah, but I thought both of them did. Oh, I don't know. I've never... I ain't nothing wrong with It doesn't even matter. He probably got the firest gay left ever. Okay. Left hand. What was that noise? <laughs> that was it off the backboard. So listen, I want to, I want to try something new here, but then I don't know if you guys have seen the content that I'd like to um, critique. So I'd love to be able to do movie reviews. Okay. With, the, with you all, but have you guys seen us? Yes, yeah, I have. Oh, we've all seen it. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. What do you guys think? Because this, this, this was, this goes back to 
um, something that I, one of us was talking about, about blindless support. Now, the creator of the movie is Jordan Peele, mm-hmm. African-American gentleman. Mm-hmm. And so given the fact that he's <clears throat> delving into a world that you were asking about the sun going down and now it's happening mm-hmm. like right now. I um, told you. He's delving into a world that's not predominantly participated in by black individuals, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's really one of few. Like, I couldn't name another black director unless it was somebody that acted for a long time and then just said i'm gonna spend my own money to make my own movie okay that's typically like what i can recall unless you guys can tell me something different so when the movie came out and people were seeing it and then saying that they didn't like it i was like why do i feel like i have a responsibility to love it to to speak to find the positives about the movie now that's number one that was before i saw it then before i saw it people were giving their opinions on it and a lot of them were negative I mm-hmm. thought that movie was dope. I loved it. I really did. I thought that movie was <clears throat> really, really good because it was, in, in my opinion, it was its own lane. I didn't like it just because I just didn't understand it. I think a lot of people who didn't like it felt that way. I felt like it was too deep for no reason, though. Like, when I when I left out of the theater... But, okay, so, and then that, I want to touch on that specifically. Hold up. When I left out of the theater, though, I was like, all right, well... They're eating rabbits. The uh, the people were trying to uh, control them. They leave the they leave the experiment or whatever, and now all of a sudden, all these people are holding hands across America. What the hell is next? I don't think there was meant to be anything next. Uh, well, the, I, I'm, so, I'm so wasting my time then for no reason for a movie that has no premise or nothing that I learned from it. That's so, my thing. So this this is what I I came out of that movie with is that you know how we have rom coms. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm all the way here for an actual horror comedy. It was the great, the 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 best blend. You know what I mean? So it wasn't a spoof. It wasn't a scary movie. It wasn't a scary movie. Because there were certain parts in there that, that I died. That that I Laughing. died. But then I was with somebody in the movie, and they were genuinely scared at certain points. I was scared the whole time. That that was brilliant. I don't think I've ever been in a movie where it was like, oh, like I'm on the edge of my seat, and I'm like dying laughing. Yeah. And so when when I heard people then say like, oh, I didn't understand it. I don't think that there was that much to understand, except for the fact that at some point in the movie, you then started to realize that um, that old girl had been swapped out. Yeah. And then she went down there as, as somebody who had experienced the world up here and then influenced those people to then like, we don't need we don't have to be down here. There's a way out. The way out is the way I got in here. Yeah. You just took you just took 30 seconds to explain that movie. So what's your point? You've never watched uh Siskel and Ebert? Well, That's never. a 30 minute show. I wouldn't I wouldn't need to watch it if you could take 20 seconds to explain it to me then, you know, at that point. You feel like a movie that that is explained in 30 seconds doesn't deserve to be watched? I feel like a movie if it's like shot in a great way, if the music is great, like all those things. Oh no, matter. all those things are true. All those things like matter to me like Flip, flipping shot. I got 5 on it to sound like a horror um beat. I, I can't even listen to the song no more. Come on. I feel like you're hype beasting it. Really? Yeah. Because I feel like that's the only thing that's probably the bright side about that movie. I think that's the only thing that you enjoy. I, I mean. Uh... I think you enjoy. I, I don't think you. Pers- I don't think you like to think during movies. Hey, Star. Tell, hey, no. Keep it G. Keep it G. I liked his other film. Keep it G. But his other film was nothing like this. Nope. It's, it wasn't. 
But it was it was simple. You can understand it. Was, uh, say it. it again. It was simple. Okay. In terms of Point like understanding. There's not no Jeremiah. There's no Jeremiah eleven eleven. Like am I speaking Spanish here? It's like yo. But was, again, but think did about you look it. up that scripture? Come on, girl. I, I did look it up. Again, there was a million things that I was like, and, dude, and, it's too much. And like, so and and that was the. Other, I'm not saying that it's a, it's a simple and, film. I and, said he's doing too and, much. And as somebody that puts out content, the shoe fell to the you, left. You want you you want some you want people to leave. Um, seeing what you saw and then have it live on for a little bit. So the fact that you had to go look it up, that was brilliant in itself. No? You're not rolling? I'm going to let you roll with that. That's fine. I mean, you don't have to let me do anything. I'm just telling you how I feel about it. I know. It. I ain't got to agree with you either. <laughs> I feel like like with that being said, we said what our pieces are. No, and- I, I loved it. I like I loved the music. I thought it was enjoyable. I would love to watch it again because I do have, I still have more questions. Um, as things ended, I was like, oh, I really want to go back and see this. Or see if there was something I missed here or, you know. But I, I think the best movies are ones that you feel like you can't just watch one time and get it. Okay. Uh, I got- think I could have watched it on TBS or TNT or something later on and been okay. That's how I feel about it. And now, The, the Runaround. runaround. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for The Runaround, y'all. The Runaround. Y'all are really good at that. Thank yeah, you. you know, that's how we do it. Uh, you know what I mean? This is how we do. <laughs> Double tap, man, to get the goddamn ready. Oh, up. <laughs> yeah, man. Come Are we? On. So okay, I got t- the questions. Tell them. Tell them what we need an the introduction. Is it halfway? Oh, point? okay. Yeah. Oh, so what are we getting ready to do? We getting ready to play Gotham, y'all. Gotham. Ah! Is- Got him. Hey, get go. the goddam ready. Get the goddam <laughs> hey, ready. Hey, we ain't been doing this in three weeks, man. I've been off my game. Get the goddam ready. Get the goddam ready. Get the goddam ready. Goddam is our trivia segment. We're gonna play the first to two. While I'm reading the question, if someone feels that they have the answer, they just scream the word "got him," and then I got him. Then I stop reading the question, and they have a chance to answer. If they you get say it you wrong, stop breathing, I stop reading the question, and then they have a chance <laughs> to answer. Again. And then if they get it wrong, the other person has an opportunity to rebuttal and finish listening to the question in total. We're playing the two. All right. There we go. Which war was fought between the North and the South? Got him. Civil. There we go. All you had to say, between the North. King of the North. (laughs) What type of feather did people write with during the Middle Ages? Do, 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 I thought you were about to do, 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 You got an answer? Do, do, got him. Go ahead. Eagle. No. Ostrich. No. That was my second guess. Yeah. It is called the quill. Oh, he's right. <laughs> it is called the quill. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just said a quill. It is called the quill, so, so We send ravens to, in my day. To that point, he asked the question the wrong way. What was the question? Because the qu- if for it to be a feather, it had to have come from something. From a bird. But the name of the I, I said like what any type. Of, you... I said what type of feather? It be... doesn't matter. Go ahead. All right. It doesn't matter. But you gonna bring up a point? Oh, you mad? Huh? I'm mad, mad. The first fireworks were invented in the seventh century in what country? Do, 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 do. I threw one out do, there last time, so do, you gotta throw it out there first. Do, I don't know. Got him, France. And. Why? Why we get the first ant in trivia history? And it gotta be what I can be. I don't know. Star. Um, I'm keeping them hard for a reason. Pause. Same reason. Same re- uh, U.S. Ant is China. 
Oh, what are the that first? That actually makes sense. Yeah, it does. I've, I've seen videos of Chinese New Year. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, oh, it be lit. Yeah. <laughs> what are the first ten amendments to the Constitution called? Got him. Got him. Start. Bill of Rights. Bill of Rights. Hey, yeah. do, and I do, knew do, it too. She's hot now. She's... I f- you know, can I, can I tell the truth? Tell it. I feel like after I went on my win streak that y'all colluded for do, this to happen. Do, do, do. Bro, I gave you the and same listen, opportunity. And listen, and listen, right. I'm going to tell you. And you know, Carl's humble, so y'all had to agree oh, to who was going to take my spot. Do, and y'all just agreed do, that it was going to be you. You don't Aren't keep you it. happy I didn't hit you with a, a hard boom today? No, I'm listen. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> a hard boom. The last couple episodes I've been blowing your ear out every time I win. Keeping this energy, I mean, I, I know that we we missed the uh the whole Nipsey thing, you know, uh, uh window of opportunity to talk about it, but I think his legend lives on so much that, you know, even though we're two or three weeks past, you know, and still talking about it that I wanted to get into something um a little bit that you guys would kind of understand cuz I feel like he lived a very full life. And so my question for the runaround today, you guys let me know if you like it or not, is what would you consider a wasted life? All right, let's do it. Pretty good? Sure. All right. Oop, my bad. Pop it. <laughs> Pop it. All right. Cecil, it's on you. Why do I have to go first? Because I chose you. Three. <laughs> two. I choose two. You on. So I, I, I've been thinking about this a lot recently because I feel like at this point in my life, like I don't have no girl, I don't have no kids. Um, I make, you know, big pretty good money. And I'm trying to think like, what 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 is, what's the ultimate accomplishment? And I think it's just for my dad to be proud of me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'll talk to my dad and he'll tell me stories about him talking to his friends about me. And I can see that he gets a certain type of excitement about telling them about my accomplishments. And that makes me feel better than anything that I could ever imagine. Um, so, yeah, that would make me feel accomplished. That, that when, when that's, my, that's fulfilled. Yeah, like when my dad's time is done, he says, son, you know, I'm proud of you. Because for a long time, I didn't feel like he was. Um, and I feel like I've done things specifically with that in mind. So, yeah. so the summing up a wasted life is like not having the approval of your parents while they're still. My here. dad specifically. Yeah, I got yeah. you. All right. Carl, it's on you. Um, <laughs> it's not mine. What's the other Carl? I think for me, what I would consider a wasted life is kind of like what what Nipsey says, and 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 I took it to heart was like really finding what my purpose was, you know. And I think right now I, I have a really good foundation of what my purpose is, um, and sticking with it. And I and I think I'm more cognizant now, of especially like losing someone in the way in the tragic way that we lost Nipsey. You know, I mean, just the night before he was having the time of his life, you know, after watching, I believe, the Texas uh, uh, basketball game. But, you know, I think for me, it's just like going out every day with a set accomplishment, you know, and and looking back on life and saying, hey, you know what? I came this far. And I also want to be kind of just remembered, you know what I mean? In, in, In some way or fashion, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you know what? He did this. He was an advocate of this. Like, I want people to speak of me in the most positive light that they can. I already know there's going to be some negatives, but, you know, I want to, you know, leave my mark. That's not very humble of you. <clears throat> that is humble. I want people to remember me. I do. I forgot you. Who wants to be forgotten? I, I don't think it matters. All right. Anyway. <laughs> when you did. Yeah. Like, I want to be remembered. That's narcissistic. But anyway. Y'all better cry. Hey, and look, look, I'll, I'll tell what you like What does that this. mean oh, that has somebody? Hey, my ghost could be right over his shoulder. Hey, look, it's narcissistic, cry, and I feel like it's more normal than anything. So, so cry, mother. All right. 
God, I wish I was up. Go ahead, Star. So the question is about a wasted life? Yeah. yeah. What, do you, what do you consider to be a wasted life? Um, There's this quote that I've had um, sitting everywhere that's meaningful for me, and it says, uh, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I want to be able to say that I used everything you gave me and I don't have anything left. Amen. And that is literally how I live my life. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, I I don't even really process what a wasted life would look like for me. But um, what a full life would look like is is that right there. Just literally using everything that God gave me to go. impact the world. So that's it. That was beautiful. Also, Are I you think I'd use l- my time. No, I'm gonna just give you the, the other go twenty ahead. seconds. Go ahead. I'd also like to go out on my last day, like Kobe went out on his last game. That's not humble of you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you why though. I'm gonna tell you why though, because you know I see a lot of people have a long story career or whatever it is that they do, and towards the end, like things start to trail off. But like he in that moment, um, I think more so than. For him, he reminded everybody why he was. We had he spent was so, so many, great. Yeah, we had spent so many years seeing him not perform like he was used to. He left it all on Ex- the floor, and that's the point that I'm trying to bring I up. Is that on my last day, whatever it is that I'm doing, whatever it is that I'm known for, like I just want to be able to do it to the highest degree. And when I can't do it anymore, I just want to be able to walk away from it. Did I ever tell y'all that my parents have that letter to basketball what do that you he wrote the day that he announced his retirement? Would they have that letter? They have to be at the game. And oh. they they were giving out these letters, and so many people left them because you know when they give out free stuff when you walking in, you'd be like, "All right, cool." But oh, it those, was just those, it was an envelope, and people didn't actually look at it. Those were the Hollywood folks because any Laker game that I've been to and gotten items, especially during the playoff run, I remember I've been to championship playoff runs and gotten those shirts that they give exclusively to people at certain games. Oh yeah, I have a, the jersey. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so they have the the original letter that everybody who attended that game. They no one had any clue that he was announcing his retirement that night, um, and so Kobe is is close to the heart. I and, love that man. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. That's it for the runaround, Pro y'all. Business. He, he had to finish it. Okay, I'm gonna uh, play something for you guys. This is a story, okay, that somebody was telling me of a lovely lady. And we'll see if you guys can figure out who this person is. Carl might know. Ag. And then I'll be sitting down on one of the machines. See, some of these people. God just made it like that. No dad. Oh, never mind. They be buying booties. <laughs> Pause it. Never mind. Y'all trying to figure out who this is. No dad. All right, all right. Who all right. is it? No dad. All right, I'm going to need you not to imitate me like that. That's disrespectful. <laughs> no dad. All right, here we go. You're a different dude in front of you. And then I'll be sitting down on one of the machines. See, some of these people. God just made it like that. He's no dad at the gym. They they be buying booties. They be buying booties. I know people buy booties, titties, everything else. But then, so when you see when you see like it that, that, so that, that shape where it's just like it's almost like that, that's unreal. You know what I mean? Like either that's a waist trainer. Well, let me put it this way. Or they sucked <laughs> it out their stomach and put it in their butt. Let me put. Now she was she was she was thin. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But it was just the way she was cut. You could tell she was a freak. Uh, <laughs> no, listen. Stop. Stop. Yeah, your dad is wild. No, listen. Your dad you can tell she was a freak. No, hey, and why he stopped? No. Like, why he started talking to You could tell he was like daydreaming about it. You could tell she was a freak. 
Your daddy wait, gazed off into the horizon. Wait, no, you listen, can tell she was oh, a freak. Y'all get on me, but y'all about to realize where I get it from, right? Okay. Because listen to what he and did. And he slowed down. Listen, too. no, 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 no. And that was strategic. Hey, you could tell she it, was. It was, it was almost like he needs his own podcast. Now, look. Then you hold the word. She was thin. <laughs> but listen, listen, listen to how what he did right at this. So I gotta go back a little bit so y'all can hear. She was, she was thin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was just the way she was cut. You could tell she was a freak, uh, fitness freak. Hey, at first I, I didn't know where you was going with that. A, fi a fitness freak, okay. Yeah. We're going to get into definitions later. Well, I mean, and he, uh, and, you know. So the reason we started talking about this is because he, from his perspective, he feels like personal trainers are, like, out of control. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Just so, like they do too much physically or just like. Just like, it, it's one of those things where it's like, it's almost like a joke to him when he sees it. Okay. He's like, you know what I mean? Like, what's the difference between, like, watching that on the video? Like, th there was a long conversation. This is just a little, a little portion of it. Okay, okay. Um, So it, it was just a trip to hear it from his perspective as a 69-year-old man. You can um, tell she was a freak. Yeah, so I, I'll, freak. Keep, I'll keep going. Okay. Uh, their moves are so obvious. But then... This is what I'm telling you. But are they personal trainers, these dudes? Hell no. Why you say it like that? Because they 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 gym pips. I <laughs> they mean, they gym ain't pips? for twenty five fifty. They, you know, this one dude was saying, "Yeah, man, well, I can do this." You think these dudes is on roids? No. You think they're natural also? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They, these are you know brothers of thirties. Oh, like my age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, so that's what makes this story a little bit more interesting. Yeah. You got. You got the middle-aged dude with the uh, the middle-aged light-skinned dude tell you hollering at all, all the little... I'm trying to tell you. Touching on them. You know, like, Touching on them. It's appropriate <laughs> because he tried... I, I guess it's appropriate because he tried that. But the way they... they see, I haven't seen all that. Oh, well, like when they... when they, Oh, no, you got you to gotta flex your back a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah, go, man. Go ahead and bust it into my pelvis. Bust it into my pelvis. Listen, they be giving them directions. That's the, but that's the move in the gym, though. I feel like you lose, you lose all sight of like those social norms as it pertains to like age and interacting within, you know, your quote unquote, quote unquote, appropriate age group when you're in the gym because we all just gym folk now. Yeah, we gym folk. That's the cover. Yeah. That's the cover. But uh, is he talking about the Me Too movement in the gym? The conversation kind of got. That was personal after that. Okay. Um, the gym pimps is my favorite part. So, Carl, you had to step away for a little bit, but my, I was asking my dad, like, you know, we we're having a conversation about personal like trainers. Um, and then he says, no, they're not personal trainers. They're gym pimps. <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, you know I feel, what it means. I feel like the point that he was trying to make is, like, they're not selling, oh, I can help you improve physically. Like, I'm selling this interaction. So, Star, you've had a personal trainer before, mm -hmm. or have, and then I'm quite sure that you've probably also been approached by other personal trainers, mm -hmm. and then also observed other people getting personal trained. Mm -hmm. So, like, how do you feel about the experience of, like, having a... I was asking somebody this the other day, like, you know, they were just like, oh, my trainer. First question I always ask, is it a man? Like, if it's a female. So, like... Yeah, if, if, I, I only want men trainers. Really? Yeah. Okay, why? Um, Is it sexual? No. 
if you, if you what well, okay, but what if you have a personal trainer and he you he's your type? Then it's sexual. But that's cuz he's my type. Okay. But uh would you get a trainer based on what he look like? Yeah, yeah. good question. Yeah. Like would you pick a trainer? Like what if two trainers were look like they were in the same shape? But one of them looked more like a dude you let smash. See, I'm big. I'm bigger on vibes, though. Like honestly, because I think like. What if they both got the same vibes? Vibes. Vibes. Um, I don't. I don't know. It would. It would literally just be who like who I vibe the best with. So like, one of my favorite trainers in LA. Or Michael. (laughs) Devon. Um, one of my favorite trainers in LA. Um, whose classes I used to always go to. He wasn't my type. He wasn't the best looking dude. He wasn't the most fit dude. He was the dude that I vibed the most with. The, the guy that I, all right. The oh, guy I could laugh girl. with. It wasn't me. That, that was the guy that I could laugh with. We can sing. Like, we, we would dance and just, like, chill. Like, it was just good energy, good vibes. Mm-hmm. And then my, the other one that I went to, he was way more yoked. Like, big dude. Gorgeous man, by the way. Um, Kobe! Is my vest Your vest inside is inside out? out. Yeah. Why you didn't tell me this whole day? I didn't. I, I didn't understand whole what was day. going on. What do you mean the whole day? <laughs> we weren't with you till you hey. stepped up in yeah. here. And I, low key, I was getting dressed in a hurry. I was on the phone with my earphones in. I was just like, let me throw this vest. What's on. funny is that she put something in her pocket and opened it up. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like the inside of my suit coat. Yo, you know what's my thing is about like gym dudes. Wait, and before you man. say it, before you say it, before you say it, can you guys do me a favor and just pull out your phones real quick? Pull it out. And then you can keep talking, Carl. You know what bothers me the most about gym dudes, man, and people that do all the workout stuff? It's like, yo, you can go out there and have the most banging session ever. But if your client goes home and kills a whole thing of ice cream or whatever or eats a whole pizza, it's all gone for the rest of the day. So if you're not, like, preaching, like, nutrition and stuff like that, I want to hear it. I feel bad for some of those older people that go and see their trainer and stuff like that and they're doing all that work. But I think those people are paying for the interactions. I think oh, a yeah, lot of those sure. people are paying for the relationship, for the friendship. For sure. Um, you can pay me 100 account- instead of 250 for eight For sessions. the accountability. Like, you know, I I mean, and that's a thing, too, because just because you're in shape doesn't mean that you know how to help other people get in shape. Yeah, that's Like, true. a lot of trainers, quote, unquote. I really quote, that unquote, much in shape, though. It'd be I one be, good dude. I'd hey, be bugging out on that. Like, you got a trainer? And I was like, well, he should be training. Never mind. Right, you should be training him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but, I mean, and, and then it's also like, just because they don't look the part doesn't mean that they don't know what they need to know to teach you, too. That's so it's point. it's um it's two-sided for sure. Because I know, like, uh, one of our family friends used to do the nutrition portion. You pointed for, at me? No. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, our, fa- our family friends? Oh, no, no. One of, oh, yeah, I did do something. And, and you threw, I was going to say, and she threw up neighbors. Uh, so one of our family friends uh, used to do, like, the nutrition for LAUSD. And she was an overweight woman. But she knew what she needed to do to make sure that the kids had their nutrition. So I found that to be like very like you don't have to necessarily embody it to know how to do it and have the knowledge to do it. Mm. But, you know, I do want my trainer to be fly. I just feel like it's more motivating for me if somebody looks a little better and they eat better. And I, I like to put on a show. So I need to feel like I'm performing. Yeah. Like, elaborate on that. What does that mean? Um. So, like, when I'm in gym classes and everything, mm-hmm. which it's shifted a little since my knee injury, I like being in the front mm. because I need to feel like people are watching me. That's the only way I'm going to go super hard or else I'm going to chill if I feel like I can chill. <laughs> gotcha. So, you know, we all have different things that motivate us. Like, I, if I feel like people are watching me, even though I know they're not thinking nothing about me, 
I'll be like, oh, I can't quit because then they're going to think I'm tired. They're oh, no, 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 no. That's a good point. Think. I feel like people be in there competing with other people that ain't thinking nothing about them all the time, myself included. So I'm not saying that as a judgment on you. <laughs> I know. Um. Okay. So, Carl, you got your phone? Yeah. As a matter of fact, start. we only need one person to actually do it. All right. So have you guys heard about how to get five extra percent on your phone? The battery? Yeah. No. You guys know your phone has a reserve? No. Carl, can you say hey siri and then the number 17 hey siri 17 i was convinced he was gonna say the number 17 carl you gotta not let him call (laughs) no no reaction well you about to try to get me fine no listen somebody told me that so i just wanted to tell everybody else to do it too oh you should have gave it some time then what no because if it would have called then you would have no i'm saying you should have said like we could have faked it and then we could it's okay. Voice, whatever. No, don't even worry about we it. We tried. All so right. the reserve is for emergencies? No, there no, no There was no reserve. If there you say no. 17 into your phone, it will call 911. I didn't even believe it when you said that shit. I was just like, all right, well. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. So again, if you say, hey, Siri. If you say, so say, if you're in, so let's flip it. If you're in a dangerous situation and you don't You don't want, have to be like, call 911. Yeah, exactly. You can just say, you can go and literally go 17. And in three seconds, 911 will be on the phone. I thought Carl was going to freak out and I was going to have a good laugh at it. But I've called the police plenty of times. Okay. Um, can we do in the news? They out there again acting up and shit. Right? <laughs> Go, ahead and bring- <laughs> Go ahead and bring him down here right now. This is just Chris Starr. Big Mouth Seats. And I'm calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> because it's something he's seen on the news. <laughs> okay. Oh, so. Man. We're all of an age where we've given some thought to parenting. Yes. Okay. And so one of the more, I've been waiting to use this word, one of the more prolific parents in the public eye is a one Mr. LeVar, LeVar Ball. Facts. Now, I, just a very simple question. From what we know of his antics, is he a good dad? Or a bad dad. I'm always here for LeVar. Okay. So we're one vote for good? Mm-hmm. Carl? I don't know what makes him a bad dad, though. If he's there for his sons. And... Two two votes for good? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say he's... I don't know him like that, but he doesn't display terrible traits. So as a parent, if your child was hanging out with, quote-unquote, the wrong crowd, wouldn't you suggest to that child, hey, I don't want you hanging out with them? Yeah, I'll suggest that. Okay. I would enforce that. It wouldn't be no suggestion. Yeah. So what's the difference between a, a yeah, dad? Say the word suggest. So what's the difference between a dad saying that and then LeVar Ball having a close confidant run half of his business and ha- end up having that close confidant still a million and a half dollars from his son? I remember I did hear about that. And then do try to uh, cover that tattoo up. So I'm, I'm, I'm asking you, again, with that being said, you have a son and you've... You, you pretty much willed him to the Los Angeles Lakers, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? Got him as a high draft pick, all that good stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you contributed to that. Majorly. But then, like, do you break even if you bring in a dude and he embezzles money from your kid? Like, I... to me, to me, I'm not, if, if it's my child, I'm not surrounding them with anybody I haven't vetted. I'm not saying he's a bad dad, but that was like. I mean, there's no or do way. We ju- or do we just say, no, no, no. There's, go ahead. I'll let you finish, and then I'm going to Oh, do in. I not know enough of the story? Just say it. 
Because I'm like, there, there's no way to know how people are going to actually interact with, with your family and how they're going to be. But if, if you were doing business with somebody, would you at least do enough research into their criminal past? The dude had a criminal history. Were they friends before? Uh, for for a few years, but not like they grew up know, together. I mean, we just talked about the late great Nipsey Hussle. Amen. I was thinking he, the same thing. What that what? was his thing? Employing employed, people who employed criminals. were quote unquote unemployable. No, no, no. But see, and I'm, I'm glad that you guys said that. But he wasn't putting them in responsible for money. What? Oh, I don't know that. I can't confirm it or not. Are you sure? So, who? They, that they weren't responsible for money, like working at the store handling money. No, no, no. That's different. That's different from like being a manager. Because, because right? that, because I'm not saying that that Levar Ball hired this dude and had him selling the shirts, bro. I just can't sit up here and say that someone's criminal past that they're not able to, you know, try to redeem themselves. But if the transgression that they just did was their criminal past, yes, you can. Yeah, if hindsight, if, I, if no, if if <laughs> I know you didn't have a problem with what dude was until it, it, it happened. No one knew about that. But, but, I'm, but I think what Cease is saying is that the same thing that he did to Levar Ball is literally his criminal background. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But then you would. So I wouldn't have them responsible for something and, that and I then know. You, you brought up Nipsey, and he can do whatever he wants with his own money. But I think it takes a different standing when it's your child. You go above and beyond for your kids. That makes him a bad dad? Huh? That makes him a bad dad? No, no, no. I'm asking y'all, given those things, the the reasons that we call him a good dad are for the things that we know. We don't actually know anything about his actual parenting. Facts. Mm -hmm. We just know about how he set his son up and pumped him up. Which I love. But I feel like he's done just as much good as he's done bad based upon what we know. So does that make him a bad dad? They're not in a bad position. That family still gets to eat all the time. He recoup, and they still got a Facebook TV show. But he he was he was running Big Baller Brand. They're now providing refunds for all of those orders, not all of them, but a good number of those orders. He he got them for the half a million, and he was told at Midway last year, "Yo, something's up." And it wasn't until Lonzo had somebody come in and do a little research that he found out. So again, and you know, quite frankly, and this is gonna sound trash, but. Lonzo has been an adult for quite some time. Um, definitely not, you know, a super mature adult. He's still very young. But there comes a point in time where you have to be responsible for your own your. I knew you was going to blame the baby. I'm not blaming him, That's but I'm saying. a grown-ass man with tattoos and his own kids. He got one. Yeah. All right, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know res- nothing about him. He's still but, responsible. But, here's a, but it's not only that, but it's like, you know, you... As much as I love and respect my parents, they haven't managed my money for since I was like young. It's always been me. And if I needed something, I could ask them. Mm. But it's never been like they are doing all of my money and I have no no say or no understanding. Like, let that be a lesson. No matter who it is, you need to be checking your own books. You need to be like that. That's just life. You can't try. Look, we didn't learn nothing from Selena. Like, literally, the person who was handling Mm-mm. all of her stuff is not only the person who killed her, but was the one who ran all her stuff to the ground. That's a good point. So it's like, we, you know, this is not news or new for our generation. We know that this is going on. So you always have to be checking your own books. It don't matter how much you love or trust, especially if you love and trust somebody. Yeah. Especially if the person who's doing it you love and trust. Check them books. Those are the ones that get you the most. Okay. Uh, I got two more questions that I wanted to ask, and then we could do for the culture. All right. So, question number one. 
and this is okay I'll, I'll ask the more the simple question first so you guys ever had an experience where you see somebody asking for money but they don't ask you yeah like a homeless person? Yeah. You went right back to that cart. Then they see me pull up in that Ford Focus. They're like, yeah, he ain't got no money. Not him. He need all the gas. <laughs> oh. He need all the gas money he can get. Okay, I'm rolling with that. But then let me let me paint a picture for you. And this is like multifaceted. You know what really bugs me out? What bugs you out, Cease? Is seeing parents ask for money with their kids there. Mm, that don't make me say yes. That's rough. And so I had always seen mothers and their children. But no fathers and their kids? Until recently. Okay. I was in a predominantly non-black area. And this was a black family, black father. And I had the money for him already just because it, it struck me in a certain way. Uh-huh. And I went into... And he had, a, he had a method. He was letting people get in to the establishment and then waiting for them to come back to their vehicles and then asking. So it didn't surprise me that when I walked in... He didn't ask. Okay. I go in... I was at Jersey Mike's. Go in, get my sandwich. I come out. I heard him ask one person right before me. I'm reaching in my pocket for the dollar. He goes, uh, hey, brother, how you doing? Doing all right. How about you? Man, just hanging on in there. Have a good one. And I got in the car. Because I'm not going to give you no money if you're not going to ask for it. I think that was a pride thing. Mm, that's why I asked. I'm just, I'm just yeah. curious. Yeah. Because, you know like from one brother to another like another that's like that's a pride thing damn that makes me feel bad i should have gave him the money then probably to let him know like no nah, i got you if ain't nobody else got you i got you yeah damn you can go back i fucked it up um carl what you think he ain't listening no i was listening uh what was the question again never mind don't worry about it i'll ask the next one okay so <laughs> this is a trip do you guys know people that are chronic break up and then get back into the relationship people oh the same relationship or yeah. just a the, relationship? the same one i feel like that's a young man sport oh no i don't sport. i don't um i feel i feel like i feel like in some instances like that's like a player move no nah, like, I, I, I break got, up so you I, do what you I, need no, to listen, do I got, you come I, got, I got a boy that consistently take years off not years plural. <laughs> i'm saying like he'll take a year off and then get back he just I, had to you know rejuvenate himself he had to go and get well, it i did that over a time span and I'm asking for a reason, right? So you have a friend, and she breaks up. This is for you, Star, and then you can obviously correlate it to the the male equivalent, Carl. Um, she she breaks up, right? So uh -huh. y'all have an ex boyfriend bashing party because that's what people do. Of girl, course, girl, he wasn't good enough. He wasn't shit, girl. You know what I mean? When he wore his skinny jeans, wasn't no print in his crotch, like the whole thing. Like <laughs> that's a real conversation, you know. So so that that's stuff that you do to reinforce to your friend that it is okay right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so then when the friend gets back with that person what's your place girl i knew he was the one <laughs> you gotta you gotta i mean honestly it depends on what they did and why they broke up because i've had friends break up with guys and get back together with them and be like and I, you know i'm gonna be authentic no matter what so i'll be like look the thing the reason you broke up with him is not going to change <laughs> Sorry. So are you are you okay with this? Because the reason y'all broke up is not going to change. And if you're okay with it, I love it. Because I don't have to live with y'all. I'm just here for whatever you need. If you need a bashing session, I got you. Mm. But I'm not going to hold it so far against him that when the time come, I, I, don't, I don't have to be awkward. Because it's just whatever. So female perspective. Mm -hmm. Carl, same question. 
I don't be out there bashing though. So listen, listen. Yes, y'all do. No, I don't. Like if 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 my man's is going through something, then it's like all right. Usually, men like now at this okay, age. Okay, okay at ahead. this age, we complain about something, and then the dude just asks logical questions that you just lead that guy to see. See, you know what I mean. Wait, That's wait, it. Okay, so let me let me take it a step further. So say I describe, um, I I portray an ex in a bad way, and then I get back with said ex. Do you feel like like how do you then? Perceive me, he was lonely. Really? Yeah, man. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But do you feel like more power to you, or he's making a mistake? I'm not that emotionally invested into like what y'all got going on. If you happy, you happy, man. And I wish there was another dude here because you're right. You're very, you're an anomaly in a lot of ways. But you know, it does matter because you know I have friends who got back with their people. Um, both women who got back with men and both men who got back with women and then women's who got back with women's and men's who got back with men's and you're just like so the friend we know that just broke up with his significant other right if they got back together would y'all be like would y'all feel that have that same energy who we talking about the friend that we know that just broke up with his significant other oh your friend yeah um I I would just have to say or and I have this conversation with everybody when they get into a relationship and even when they're together and they're having trouble I'm like look this is who this person is and if you can deal with this for the rest of your life more power to you stay with it if this is a deal breaker for you you don't need to waste more time wait hold on can I think there was more to this question can I just play because I, I, I asked myself sure, the sure, question sure. Hold on, real quick also as a friend how do you support your friends that are in relationships get out of those relationships talk bad about their significant other and then get back with said person that y'all like collectively bashed on. Like, how do you treat those situations? Oh, that's you like, okay, yeah. Happy Hunger Games. That was the whole thing. <laughs> Star, what are you doing? This is why we finger. never hand the soundboard to the right. <laughs> why does it have to be so long? Why is that chopped into may the odds ever be in your favor? It, I thought that's all we were gonna get. I didn't know we were gonna get that. I, I abbreviated all the titles on the soundboard. Um, so so the question. It was the same question. I thought there was more to it. Okay. Yeah. So, so for me, when I talk to my friends and they're having issues, I'm like, look, this is who the person is. If you can deal with this for the rest of your lives, go ahead and go forward with it. If this is a deal breaker for you, let it go now because you're going to waste a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And I've just had another friend in the same situation. I told her in the very beginning that this is, this don't seem like it's the most compatible person for you mm-hmm. based on X, Y, and Z and based on me knowing you to be A, B, and C. And then... I mean, they were in couples therapy, like all kinds of stuff to try to force it to work. When I was just like, when I found out they were in couples therapy, I'm like, oh, y'all, are y'all planning to get married? Like what's, and then it was like, no, we're just trying to work through it. Why? But you know, it's enough for you to, to need this much level of treatment. No, Mm. don't put yourself through that for the rest of your life. Couples therapy is cheaper than getting married. And divorced. <laughs> and divorced too. So I, uh, I, I'm rolling with that. <laughs> no, no, but that would that would be okay. I think all couples before they get married should go to couples therapy. That's just me. Before you get married, yeah. But um, this was just a date. Mm. And when I asked if this is somebody that you saw yourself getting married to, they were Man. like, "Nah." <laughs> no, they were literally like, "I don't think so." Oh, and I'm like, "So why barely. are you going through couples therapy? Mm. Don't waste your time or money. Just let it go." Yeah. Reason I bring it up is because here recently, I've just been thinking a lot about relationships. And there's previous relationships that I would think, like, could I revisit this? Right? Uh-huh. But then in one particular instance, I'm like, I know you talk hot trash about me. 
So I would, you know what I mean? Like that's cool between me and you, but then I gotta go like be around your parents. Yeah, who I gotta go be around your friends. You know what I mean? Like, and I know the stuff that you said to me to my face, so I can only imagine what you said to them. And then if 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 you then need to rely on somebody when we're not in the best space, like they're gonna be like, well, you knew he was trash anyway. You got back with him. So that was number one. And then. And I know this kind of contradicts my rule about exes and all that stuff and male and females being friends. But I, I thought about it. I do have one. And it's so crazy because I have one really good friend that is one of my exes. Mm-hmm. But when I think about it initially, like if somebody was asking me, like, how do you know this person? Like, this is like my good friend. And the reason I say it like that is because this is like one of the few people just regardless of the relationship that I know that I could ask for something. And it don't have to be a, sh- a show a, it, it, they a production would, to get it, it. they would probably do what they could to grant my request because mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then I, f- I would hope that they know and they know exactly who they are when they hear this um i would hope that they know that i would do the same thing mm-hmm. but then even she told me like it very subtly too she was like oh you know like you know people know that we're still friends and i said like you're friends and she goes yeah and you know you should see the way they react they're like oh i don't even know how you could because again i was a different person a long time ago so by i wasn't as um i just wasn't a good good, good that's fair that good we, of a person got you. yeah in my younger days yeah i um, mean i have friends who have um you know talked ill of their exes and then wound up back with them and he's stupid <laughs> that's what they said about the ex. and um you know, people are like, well, why are you with them? At the end of the day, you have to live your life. Mm. And it doesn't even matter what other people say. Mm-hmm. Um, just like I, um, even some of my situations where I'm like, you know, if they came back, I'd probably talk to them again. Mm. And I've been very clear with my friends who I've talked shit about this person with. and was just like, look, if they were to come back, I would absolutely have a conversation with them. It doesn't mean it's an automatic yes be in this, but I'd be open to have a conversation with that person. This person, don't look at me. We don't have a chance. <laughs> that person we can talk we can we can talk about a possibility so you know but don't i think people put too much weight into what other people are going to think about mm-hmm. their situation when the other people don't have to sleep with them at night yeah. so it doesn't even really matter my opinion um i had two more things but i don't know how we're doing on time get them out real quick or no we're about a buck 22 all right so real quick real quick and we'll we'll make this this quick or you know what never mind i take it back i'll save it um anything for the culture for the culture, two things for the culture. At the right juice truck has just debuted last week on Sunday for Easter. If you were reading that, how would they spell right? I'm gonna finish. Okay, you know, let me finish first. Then they're doing a pop up this Saturday at O'Farrell Middle School. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounded like something popping up. That pop up is between 7 a.m. and 3 p.m. on Saturday, April 27th. Um, at the right juice truck is spelled W R I T E juice truck. <laughs> Thank you. And for all of our listeners, this was, um, this is the, the brainchild and development of our former guest, uh, Jocelyn, who came in and blessed our, uh, guest Mike for sure. So we're super proud of her, super excited for this venture. Um, and it's bomb. So come through. There we go. Also, I think for kids ages 5 to 17, there is a football camp that's taking place at Lincoln High School. It's called Diamonds in the Rough. Who will be there? Jamar Taylor, one of our guests. Ronnie Yell. Um, I believe the event is thrown by Tyree Robinson. Uh, and then also from the uh, from the Baltimore uh, Ravens, Tony Jefferson is going to be there too. Tony Jefferson with the East Lake. 
Uh, so that's for you guys. If you guys know any, have any nephews or anything like that that want to play football or, you know, want to get out there and run around for a little bit, that event is happening <laughs> from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday at Lincoln High School. Sign up, start at 8, 8, 8 o'clock. Check our Instagram for the flyer. So 8 o'clock a.m., sorry. I got something for the culture, too, because I want us – we. Well, I won't get too deep because I could talk about this for hours. I want to leave out of here on this episode the same way that we came in. So here's some words of wisdom from the great Nipsey Hussle. All right. Probably should have loaded this up before I said all you that. You should have. Right, yeah. Okay. It's all good, Shad. Here we go. Just wanted to send some words of encouragement. Y'all stay focused. Y'all keep working hard. Believe in yourself. Prove everybody that doubts y'all wrong. Show up every day. Stay pure. Keep your heart poor, pure. Stay motivated, stay inspired, show love to your people from Nip And with that being said, this has been another episode of Grown, Grown Folks, Folks Business. Business.